that? I think that's a ghost. What the fuck? Ghosts don't... Ghosts, ghosts don't... They don't ah! exist. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 66. That's 6-6. Uh, six, six. That, that's uh, very demonic, isn't it? That's satanic. It's two sixes without the third six. Say, say Well, six is an unlucky number. You know what, Ryan? If we keep doing this podcast, uh, ten times the amount of time we've been doing it right now, so uh, in 15 or so years, mm-hmm. we'll be at episode 666. Well, I mean... What what is Joe Rogan Rogan's podcast on? It's like a th- number a thousand something. Yeah, he's a number a thousand. So that's fucking crazy. But he does like multiple a week. Yeah, can't keep up with that. That's too much work. I but recommend the Joe Rogan podcast. It's, it's good. a good podcast. It's pretty good. I, I I've, I've seen some of it. You also like the uh, I haven't watched. I haven't sorry listened to it yet. It's the the Brothers Grimsby. What, what are they called? <laughs> Where did you even get that name? <laughs> my their... brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's episode 66. It's, it's a special uh, spooky edition. It's a Halloween episode of our podcast. Which means you can be expecting some frights. You can expect a jump some scare. Some mites. Yeah, some mites. Ryan does have mites, so I'm trying yeah. to stay on the opposite side of the couch from him. You can see them crawling under my skin. I don't want to get that close. If I hold my hand up to the light. I don't want to get that close to see that. Oh, okay. I don't want to catch those. But here we are, guys. Um, as uh, in the regular super mega Halloween tradition... Um, we have a very special movie review for you um, from a movie Ryan and I went and saw last in night. theaters last night. Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful time. You want to tell everyone what movie that was, Ryan? We went to go see Boo, a Medea Halloween 2. Almost. Boo 2. Boo 2. A Medea Halloween. A Medea In the shower this morning, I was thinking about how awful that title is. I'm like, that's the best. Boo 2. Boo 2. Boo 2. A Medea Halloween. So wait a second. The movie is technically just called Boo Two, because if it's a, a Medea movie, then the Medea thing is just like it's like Medea a subtitle. Cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the title of these movies are just Boo and Boo Two. I guess, I guess. so. I guess that most people just call it Medea Halloween yeah. and Medea Halloween: The Unnecessary Sequel. Yeah, but to rip the bandaid off, it was a fucking miserable experience. That was, and um, I honestly, uh, yeah, I know if. Idiots like us keep going to see movies like this. They're going to keep being made. <laughs> I was thinking that last night while we were right. in the middle of the movie. I, w- I was thinking like, you know, Ryan. We said the same thing about the Emoji movie. I but know. this is what we do. We support these movies. And when they get sequels and we're like, how did that get a sequel? We should see bad movies that have already been released onto like home, like on demand or home video. Yeah. Instead of supporting <laughs> them in theaters. Because this, this one is like... This is worse than the first one, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. It's hard. They're both just shit. They're both they're bad. Bo- they're both just awful This films. one made less sense, though, plot-wise, than the first one. Well, in this one, I noticed a bunch of things during the movie that just, I don't know, I it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, for instance, I'll give you just two quick examples. One quick example is that, you know, in the Medea movies, how they have the effect that, you know, Tyler Perry's playing Medea, he's also himself. He is also uh, this old dude. What's I don't his know name? his name. Whatever he for for a period of time he was like the renta Eddie Murphy, <laughs> um, and so they've this movie is one hundred percent lazy. And a testament to that would definitely be the fact that they wrote around several scenes, like they wrote scenes specifically to make it easier in the editing room and the filming process for this to be made. And like I know. It's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do with a movie. But this is like, I'm talking about 
not not the intentional blocking of a scene to keep these two characters separate so it would be easier to film because the compositing of both the characters on the same screen right, they're both is done very uh, sparingly, I would say. And only in wide shots, you know? They're not trying to pull a fun little effect like uh, the Final Cut Pro King or whatever. Um, <laughs> so there's that, and then during the... Oh, sorry, let me just finish. Like, they, they, they tell the old guy, like, in the script, he... He stays in the car. He always stays in the car so they don't have to do the work of, like, including him in in the scenes with, like, Medea and the other characters. And then, like, she'll stay somewhere and he'll go. So they don't have to show them at the same time. And and, uh, and also, just a movie, just what shows the quality is in the, after the movie ends, there's a string of hilarious, funny, funny bloopers. Um, And one of these bloopers is from a scene that was not in the movie. Yeah. Which leads us to believe that at the end of the movie, in like before the credits, like this is like before any. Yeah, they type put of... this stuff before the credits. The so, moment the movie ends, it starts the blue. So it's still technically a part of the movie. So they technically are showing a blooper from a deleted scene. I guess and that's what it was. Yeah. Part of me's wondering if they're like that blooper was so funny we have to put it in, but it wasn't. And then the other thought is. Maybe the person who edited this movie forgot what was in the movie and was just like, and was just told to get like a bunch of funny clips for bloopers to pad the runtime a bit more. To because this is two minutes shorter than the first one, but it felt longer than the first one. Yeah, on the way to the movie, you were like, "Good news, Matt, it's only two minutes shorter than the first one." <laughs> and the first one was long as fuck. I just remember being like, "Oh my god, just end!" But we know why. And I, I was sitting there, and you and I were hoping that they wouldn't go the same route because Tyler Perry likes to uh, chew on the setting, not in the oh good way. God, yeah. He likes to stay in certain areas. And he, again, this wouldn't be a problem if if it if story was being told here or if the movie was at least somewhat watchable. But all these decisions are made specifically to make a cheaper movie and to make it fast. Um, like, they'll choose the setting so they don't have to go to that many settings. How many settings are in the, in the movie? The police station... Medea's house. house, outside of the school, and the camp. Yeah. What, the four? I think that's it. Four settings? Pretty sure that's all the settings, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you, you'll you spend... And and they, the meat of the movie, the boo part, doesn't boo. doesn't happen until like an hour into the film. So oh you're my sitting God, there yeah. watching a bunch of, I guess, improv from Tyler Perry. Yeah, the problem was like makeup. those scenes, like every scene was padded with 10 to 15 minutes of just character banter and dialogue that didn't add anything to the plot and was really boring. And I, and one time during like one of those things, I'm like, the scene should have started here. And this was like five minutes into the scene already. Like they'll, for example, uh, Medea is walking your dumb, stupid, annoying sounding friend to a, to a porta potty across this bridge. They show them bicker all the way across the bridge. And it's like, I got to pee. It's like, oh, now you're going to pee child. It's like, oh, I got to pee. Medea, Medea got to pee. <laughs> in the porta potty it's like mm. whatever whatever Medea says <laughs> I should have wrote the dialogue for this I, movie I, I thought I was sitting to Tyler <laughs> but um so so they show that whole bickering uh, across the bridge and they continue the bicker and it's the same bick- bickering when they're in front of the porta potty the same thing so they're in front of the porta potty now and it's just like mm, Medea gotta go pay gotta go pay it's like, mm, I don't gotta go pee, girl. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm watching the movie again. And, and I'm like, the movie should have just started when she's opening up the porta potty, going, "I told you I got to go," something like that. 
Like that would have been quick. It would have cut out. A good start to the scene. A, yeah. a start. Uh, you know, the beginning of the whole unnecessary portion of that scene. That could have been done with so many of the scenes in this. And again, you feel this is done because they didn't have the content ready. He wrote the script with, which is heavily dialogue padded and probably padded with a lot of improv they did on set, specifically to just run the movie. Um, at a certain runtime, so it can get in theaters, I guess. Yeah, and um, God, those scenes just there was too much dialogue. I'm sitting there, for instance, like it just felt like the first movie because in the first movie, Medea and her friends are sitting in Tyler Perry's living room, um, and they're having like banter. That was like the first half of this movie. They're in the yeah. same living room having the same type of banter, and I was just getting these terrible PTSD flashbacks. I'm like, oh my god. Because you have to remember, he writes plays, so this is the way he writes. Yeah. He writes two characters talking for a long time in a scene, but the difference between... I, I haven't seen past Tyler Perry movies. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that in past Ty- Tyler Perry movies, when two characters are talking, plot is being divulged with some jokes every now and then. Yeah. In this one, it's jokes are being divulged at just this heavy rate and then every now and then plot will just kind of be sprinkled in yeah it just kind of like fall falls out of tyler perry's um it's like he's carrying a bunch of groceries and the groceries mm-hmm. are just random uh pieces of dialogue but every 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 you know in the bag of these groceries he's got like an orange and that represents a piece of plot he's yeah. got like three of those and he drops his groceries and those just spill out every now and then and and uh, one thing, one more, not one more thing, but another thing for me is I I I, uh, I hope Youssef isn't banking on an Oscar nomination for for his role in, yeah. in this movie. I uh, got some bad news for uh, for FouseyTube fans out there. If, if he's hoping that he's gonna get an Oscar for his performance, because he's gonna get two Oscars for his performance for two fantastic movies. <clears throat> you know, like the thing is, I was watching this movie, and usually when I watch movies, I I think of I think and I'm like. Like, what if, like, what if in some strange universe I was put in this movie and, like, I could not do this job. I can't act like that. I can't act. But, like, watching this movie, I'm like, please put me in this movie. I would, I would have fun acting in this because out of, out of all the characters show that all you have to do is, oh, she's almost 18? Dude, dog, whoa, uh, boom, what? Ryan's not making that up. That was, that, that was, that was FouseyTube and his friends in this movie. This movie, FouseyTube's performance was so stellar and Come on, so dog. stunning. Come on, dog. Just, you're, you're 17. We've been through this. She, she's like, I just turned 18. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa. Come on, check the ID. Check the ID. It's, it's, it's like a YouTube sketch. It really is. It feels like the movie was written by YouTubers. It feels like... Like I'm surprised, Lo- uh, like Logan Paul didn't show up in this. He movie. would have been perfect with the frat guys or, at that party. or Superwoman, whatever. I'm surprised these types of YouTubers didn't show up more because FouseyTube's in it. I'd expect more YouTube representation. Well, what I'm confused we about is we got Bella Thorne in the last movie. Yeah, absolutely. But what I'm confused about is how did Tyler Perry like come to the conclusion uh, that he should use FouseyTube out of everyone on YouTube? He should use him to be a main character in his movie. Where did that even come from? Where did that idea come from? Maybe Tyler Perry is confusing Martin Luther King with FouseyTube because they're so do. much similar, yeah, very similar as human beings. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the only thing that I can think of for you, Matt. Oh, my God. I just don't like I, – I, maybe I, I'm going to bank on the fact that FouseyTube just has a really, really good agent. Yep, he probably pays a shit ton for, and he's like, okay, I'll, I feel like I get that, your role in this movie. And I think that nose ring that he's wearing in the movie is actually his, which also leads me to believe that there's no costume department for this movie. That they just told people dress up in a Halloween right. gear and no then show up and show up and show up to the filming of this movie. It's like they told Yusef, it's like, hey, wear what you want, or maybe they get, they went to Party City and got him a little costume. Just nothing, nothing was done of high quality 
Like, you can even see in the bloopers, he's just directing it, and, like, you can just imagine him just watching these scenes, just putting a stagnant camera, like, right there with a tripod, or having some poor camera guy stand there for hours as he's filming a Tyler Perry movie. And, and he's, like, in the bloopers, you can see he's coming up with, like, lines on the spot for them to say. Yeah. It's like, okay, how much of this is scripted? And, uh, he wanted to. He wanted to make sure you you knew he came up with that. I'll moose your spot. I'll moose your hairline. Yeah, I'll braid your hair and moose it. Which that didn't. I didn't even get that. Can we talk about that actor? Because it was weird. The guy, okay. <laughs> the discount Vin Diesel, as you yeah. said. I, I said he. Uh, <laughs> he was like the rough draft of Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's this character, and he plays this girl's dad, and he's this weird looking white dude who's bald, and he and he he looks like all I could say. He's is He's a he comedian. Looks, I know he's a comedian. I think. I think he's definitely like a like a like a small. A small little stand-up but, guy, maybe. I, like, I, I leaned over to Ryan and I said, um, is this guy even human? Because the <laughs> way he acts, it was just so weird. And, like, he would smile too much. And, and like, his like his eye movements and his his gestures, I'll, he'd be like, ah, hey, sweetie. Ah. I'll like, describe the way I, I thought of it. It's almost as if he was being yelled direction as he was acting. So it's like, blank. And then he had to blink. It's like he's playing this <laughs> game with the director. Oh, he was so weird, and he was creepy, too. Like, something about him was really off-putting. He didn't come off as a dad. He came off as, like, a, oh, hey, you and the girls don't want to hang out with me? Yeah, he was creepy. He's like, okay, getting an odd vibe off of you. Like, he looked very, um, you know the whole Uncanny Valley thing where when um, scientists and and engineers make a a robot that's designed to look like a human, it looks a little, uh, like, there's something that you could tell it's not a human. It's a little off-putting. That's how he looks. Yeah. And if he listens to this podcast, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> um, and I'd love to hang out and get lunch. But There's so much shit about this movie. I'm trying to. The uh, dubbing? I, I was about to bring that up. That's exactly what I was about. Yeah. The dub, like when they, when a character would say "this fucking sucks" or something, it would go "this he- he- this hecking sucks" or something. They'd say like "freaking" or I remember they they censored "damn" with "darn" sometimes because there were they a lot censored, of they censored "fuck" with "hell." Yeah, there were a lot of swear words in this movie. But every now and then, a swear word would be dubbed with a with a like a, a lesser swear it's word. Super obvious. Like too. "damn" would be changed to "darn." And Ryan and I both noticed every time. We're like, "Why did they do that?" My theory is that uh, originally, because it was improv, um, mm-hmm. they realized in the first cut, like, "Oh shit, there's too many swears in this movie," which means that it's probably going to get rated R because we have too many swear words. Like mm-hmm. over, I'm, I'm assuming movies probably have a limit, like a number limit of they, how many swear words. I know, I know, PG-13 has a limit of fucks. I didn't know they had a limit of overall swears but might, uh, that does that or maybe even for advertiser purposes yeah so they were like all right well let's go back through and let's take like maybe it was all the 15. rape jokes who knows there were a lot of there was a lot of rape jokes in this movie a lot of sexual like harassment the, stuff the, too the, much. A, the age of 18 is very is is like it's always highlighted it's, it's like theme. are you 18 and she'll go no i'm 17 you go oh well I, I was about feel to feel like a woman. And then and then it cuts to the next scene and he's like, damn, girl, sure you don't want me. And it's like this older Tyler Perry character. And I get it. Like his character's a, a gross person. But like for the comedic effect, you're having this old man who he think he just thinks he's going after a 17 year old. And you're like, so this character that Tyler Perry's setting up is is a potential pedophile. Willingly. Like, yeah, like, like, like this. Like if you're if you're really wanting to get into it. And I know you're not supposed to because of the movie, but for the people that are real big fans of these characters, this character is a legitimate pedophile. Yeah, he is. Like he's the one. Se- of- he would be on the sex offenders registry. 
So are like the college students. If you notice, yes. right? if you notice in the scene where she shows them the ID to say she's 18 is like, ah, it could be fake, but I don't care. Yeah, it's exactly. like as long as it's, it's like all every every character that that's a male almost besides Tyler Perry himself. I'm not excluding the the white dad because God he said knows. some creepy shit, too. It's just like is, is a fucking rapist. Everyone <laughs> like, in this movie was like a sexual predator. Like, let's get this out of the way. There was there was no actual pedophilia in the movie no just it's there just, was so much hinting it's at just it, the though. illusion of pedophilia and the fact that these characters act this way n- thinking that the characters are underage and it's supposed to be this goofy comedy yeah it, it's so it's such a weird because i i picture tyler perry as like some christian dude that makes wholesome fi- films that for some reason make people cry near the end that like yes he he's, he's made movies that i've made, actually enjoyed in the past he's made movies with a character that goes mm child good lord mm. and, and, and it makes people cry i don't understand it i've never enjoyed a single tyler perry movie uh matt is the counterpart how many have this. you seen i've seen uh the one where medea pours hot gravy on the cheating guy or by uh, on grits she throws hot grits, grits in his whatever face. that's whatever. what it is yeah she does that so i saw that one i think i saw medea goes to jail or some shit back in like youth group and then these two so i've seen four in Yo, total this medea movie like this was racy not not only did was it like packed with the theme of like sexual predatory stuff but they like there was just there was a lot of a lot of sexual jokes a lot of f words there were some n words even I, I was surprised like tyler perry wow <laughs> um but but overall i mean nine out of ten eight oh. out of ten oh yeah 100 percent. but like Series that like I don't rec- like don't go see this movie. We saw it because for the funny goofs. If you expect to go, we see saw it, it so you don't have to. If you saw it and you're like, this is gonna be fun, uh, just like them. It's gonna be a, f- a funny time with friends, and we're gonna make fun of this movie. It's just a miserable experience overall. Most of the parts that you're gonna be making fun of are very are just sprinkled throughout the movie because the rest is just miserable banter. Yeah. And at, at at the end of the movie, I told I, I was telling Matt, is it even fair? To critique this movie because it's not made for any artistic integrity. It's not made because the writer thought it was funny or people wanted to actually make this because of the idea or the characters or um, this is actually someone's sense of humor. They made it because of money and because they have a fan base and like they 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 shat this one out in like what a year less than a year yeah less than a year because the, the first can, one came out a year ago and you can tell there's one scene I told you where it sounds like they recorded the audio in a public restroom <laughs> yeah it's so echoey and like it it's like they use like a, a tin can phone to it, record it, it sounds like they didn't have a boom mic turned on so they had to use the like B camera audio from like a camcorder in a public restroom that's what it sounds yeah. like um but if I had to rate it. On a number scale, I'd probably give it a two out of ten. Yeah, I give it a two. Yeah, I'm. I think it's the fact that it was so lazy and it was so, I guess, uh, transparent with the way it was doing its bullshit, like writing the characters separate from each other to make it easier for them on set. I'm gonna say just just a just the lowest I can go. Just stay away from this. Like I I've, like, there are bad movies that are actually good. This is far from that. This is far from enjoyable. I mean, it was the same when we saw the first one. Uh, we were like, that was not even fun as a joke. That was miserable. First one, second a two, one. Yeah. First one's a two out of ten. Second one's a one out of ten. Okay, yeah. For okay. me, I I I, can, I cannot recommend this movie to anybody. I like, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I I cannot think 
how anyone could be enjoying this movie, but I'm proven wrong by the three women to the left of us that were laughing hysterically throughout. Man, it was almost every like joke. I, I had a soundboard of a of a studio laugh track, and <laughs> every time someone opened their mouth, I hit a key to, <laughs> to, to, to play that laugh track. But uh, I, the best way I could describe this movie to sum it up is, you know, when you are exercising, let's say you're you're running the mile for school, or you're on like a bicycling machine, and you see that there is, uh, let's say your goal is five minutes, and you're at two minutes, and you're already exhausted, and you're just looking at that timer, and it's slowly ticking up to five minutes, and you're like, ah, ah, that's how that movie feels. That feeling put into a movie. That's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my God. And Ryan kept leaning over. He's like, okay, a little over an hour left. Okay, it should be about 30 minutes left. But the worst part was uh, um, we forgot to factor in the that preview tr- time. Yeah. So we actually had 15, 10 to 15 more minutes than we thought. Yeah. So like you told me you were like only an hour left. And I was like, yes, I'm in like 15, 20 minutes. So you're like, I was wrong. At this point, there's only an hour left. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, no. Uh, it, was, it was horrible. But that's our review of uh, Tyler Perry's uh, Boo 2, A Madea Halloween 2. Yeah, you could say it was so bad we planned to review it right after the movie, but my spirits were so down after watching it that I could not come <laughs> in to record this review. I just didn't. I was. You looked when we walked out of that movie. I, I turned around and looked at you, and you just <laughs> you, you you were you were like rolling your eyes, and you were just like <sighs> your like, hat was crooked. Like you were, during the movie? No, no. When we were walking oh. out of the movie, I looked at you, <laughs> and you looked like you just watched. Uh, you you looked as if you just watched some kind of like very disturbing film that just ruined your day. You were like, <sighs> because maybe some of these lines would have been funny. I don't know. I'm not paying it to like the writing was bad in general, but maybe some of these lines would have been enjoyably entertaining to some aspect, but they have characters that are like, Oh, come on. Oh, Medea, that one Medea, character. Come on. And then there's another character. Like, well, I got a pain, but like all their characters have these weird fucking voices. That one character. I They're think all like black Hattie? Southern stereotypes. Yeah. Essentially. Um, Hattie, is that, was that her name? Hattie, yeah. She's the most obnoxious character in cinema history. I, I thought, like, she was way more toned down in the first was movie. Was it the same actress as the was, first movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They just that, did her makeup differently to make her look more white. She was... I, I First, I was gonna... I, I thought they were just changing her character for this movie to play a, a white person because yeah. of the makeup they used. She, Made her look very pale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess she that's because they were doing an old person. I don't know. She she was every time she opened her mouth, I was like, oh my god, stop it! Just like, please stop. It's funny because the old person is dancing. It's funny because the old person falls down. It's funny because the old person has to pee. It's funny because the old person is jumping up and down, and you can see the fake boobies and stomach flopping up and down. <laughs> it's like none of this is like, and I'm not saying that it has to be comedy genius, but if you're gonna make a comedy and you're gonna make a co- a Halloween comedy. At least make it fun at least make it entertaining the horror parts were so lazily shot like you know how uh killer uh scenes like when the killer's introduced or whatever in movies how they have these shots these creepy kind of like pov shots from the killer sometimes they have they at least have a mixture of shots yeah in this it's one stagnant shot like think of the kid getting ice you from one shot the same place he grabs the ice the camera shot jarringly changes position and he's kind of a little more to the left of the truck than he was before. And then you see the other character. It was it was a mix. The reason it was so jarring is because it seems like the cameraman only moved five steps to the right. And then it cut. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's it. So, and then the chainsaws go. And that 
the actor who was playing the kid getting ice, he was smiling while, <laughs> yeah. he was, while he was being attacked. I noticed that. So it's like... I feel like that movie was a lot of like, they'll do the very first uh, take, and then Tyler Perry's like, all right, yeah, sure. They're yeah. like, uh, do you want to get another one for safety? He's like, uh, I mean, I, do we need it? You well, got you got a second take of her of her rushing out of the porta potty though. That's true. That's true. Remember the bloopers? He's he like, goes, we need "Let's get another one." Yeah, Tyler Perry. Um, man, I got it. I here. I'll say I'll say these two things. Uh, I think I I'll give it credit. I did laugh. I think twice. I don't remember when was it I the laughed, grandpa though. character. It was it was always the grandpa character, and I did laugh two times, but I don't remember why either time. So that also says something. I thought one of the blooper lines was like probably one of the actually more clever and funny lines. I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, why wasn't that in the movie? Yeah. Why did you keep in all this other stuff? Yeah. And um, Tyler Perry, I mean, got to give him credit for how successful he is. His net worth is $600 million. Did you beat the woman that wasn't listening to you? Yeah. Like I told you. I'm like, ha ha. The character is like, ha ha ha. Oh, man. But, uh, <clears throat> but, but yeah, Tyler Perry. Uh, as long as you're hiring YouTubers for movies, I know we just completely uh, tore apart your newest movie. But if you want to, no, the only way he can redeem himself with Boo Three is if he casts us as the antagonists of the film. Oh my God, Tyler Perry! So... You know, you know, you want to do that. Please put us in the movie, even if we're like, I'll take, I'll take a background character. I just want to be in a Tyler Perry Medea movie. Please, Tyler Perry, please. If anyone knows Tyler Perry and can get us in contact, I would love. To be in the next Medea movie, I don't care what Medea movie it is, preferably Boo Three. Boo Three, would then I'd definitely... have to give a good review on it, Tyler. Yeah. That's how you can redeem yourself. Would you say Tyler Perry, uh, as a uh, filmmaker, as a creator, <laughs> as a as a product management specialist, do you think Tyler Perry could also go as uh, Tyler the Creator because he creates so many good movies? He should. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> High five. Right. High, High five. five. But moving on, it is uh, officially, it's Spooky Mega 2017. It is. First episode of Luigi's Mansion went out yesterday. Woo! And we, so, got, we got a lot of more uh, Halloween stuff coming on the channel. A lot of more of it. A lot of more of it. And um, it is the week of Halloween. And Halloween is actually, um, I've always liked it, but in the last like two years, it's honestly quickly become one of my favorite holidays just because of, uh, I don't know. I just love uh, I love the feel of Halloween. I like the vibe. It's when the weather starts getting colder, unless you live in Los Angeles. Then it was, uh, what was it? It was 101 degrees yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? It's October. Yesterday was October 23rd. Uh, it should it should not be 101 degrees when it's almost November. Yeah, it's just getting ridiculous. Our AC is always broken, so. Yeah, I woke up sweating this morning because I guess my AC is not working. <laughs> yeah. I Last night I was like, oh, it still feels cool. But every time... The temperature gets like above 90 degrees in LA. Our AC is just like, hmm, I'm just I, not going to work. Something tells me that the owner, like the people, the company who owns our building, when it gets up to a certain temperature, they'll turn off like a certain amount or they'll just turn off the ACs so they can save like money or something. Yeah, I think what it is, I think everyone turns their AC up and then that like basically uses up all of the, uh, cooling shit and all the power You're in california and just... you just, just just make sure your apartment complex fucking is prepared for hot summers well you uh i mean if it's any testament <clears throat> the company that makes the ac units in our apartment at least the ones that are in our apartment other pe other apartments have newer ones yeah from a, from a company that i don't think 
Same company, just newer ones. But that company oh. doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay, sweet. It, it's like that company is fully just gone. You so. go to the, try to look at one of their manuals on the website. Their website is down. Because the company is no longer uh, in operation. You think they should work with a company that has a good track record, maybe? Yeah, and didn't go bankrupt because they made shitty ACs. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, when the AC's working, it's great. But um, the other 90% of the time, it's either pouring gallons of water onto my floor or blowing out air that's not cold at all. I just have a pot under my AC, a dedicated yeah. pot. You should you should submit a service request for that bad boy. Just we submit so many, nothing happens. But yeah, I think it's good to have them, though. Like, our, our, our maintenance guy comes in, he's like, what, what? The one time he's like, remember not to put candles yeah, near all, the all AC said, unit. It's like, the AC unit's on the fucking ceiling. How am I put? how do you expect, am I holding a candle up to our AC unit going, ha ha, all right, our man's gonna have to come here because I, I know that candles fuck with AC units apparently. Also, I hadn't, it was for my specific AC in my room, and I'm like, here, it's it's not blowing out cold air and it's leaking. And then he leaves a note and all it says is, don't, don't light candles near the AC unit. That's what's causing this. And I'm like, dude, I have... I have not lit a candle in months in my room. Is he just, is this just like he's going down all the things on his list? Like he's going out like serial uh, maintenance uh, disaster man. Like his arch nemesis is going around fixing things. That's crossed off the list. But next on his list is candles. You know, I think it is. Uh, I think he purposely doesn't want to like fix any of our stuff because I called him Sweet. gay that one time. Remember when I called him gay by accident? You're gay. Yeah, I yeah. remember. That's from episode... 32 of our podcast the maintenance man cometh shit you remember that episode oh, i remember that episode it was when uh uh early one morning i thought it was it was ryan walking into our apartment and i thought it was doing a goofy voice and i went you're gay you're gay and it was actually our maintenance man uh here to fix my ac unit so i just uh quickly jumped in the shower <laughs> and um i think he's always remembered that and it's always stuck with him uh good old maintenance man love him but it is the week of halloween and one thing that I so desperately wish I could still do as a 21-year-old man is uh, I wish trick I could still trick-or-treat. Yeah. yeah, I really do. I love trick-or-treating, and it makes me sad that I, I'll, I won't ever be able to experience that like joy of going around in a costume and trick-or-treating again. It's so much fun. I don't want to go trick-or-treating again, but I look back at the times, I'm like, ah, wow, I am like 20-something now, like. When I when like I think back to my mindset when I used to trick or treat, I'm like, that's my life. This is my life. This is how it is. This is just how life works. And I never really at the time thought it's like, hey, at some point you won't be able to go out and get free candy from strangers. I know. I remember the last year I ever did it. Uh, several houses wouldn't give me candy because they're like, You're same too with tall. me. It's like, come on, I, I'm dressed up in a costume. Just give me some candy. I think the last time I went was maybe freshman year of high school. Same. It was freshman sophomore. or sophomore year for me. And I went with one of my friends and we dressed up. Like I went to party city and got a goofy little mask and everything. But they're like, but most of the house were like, how old are you? Does it fucking matter? I'm trick or treating. Like what? You're like, you're not gonna run out of candy, you stupid old woman. The thing is, it's like, like isn't the, isn't it trick or treat? So it's like you either give me a treat or I fuck up your house. Yeah, I I will burn your house down. I will I will I will shit on top of your chimney. I will like, shit like down, down your the chimney. chimney and it just like falls straight into the fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that someone someone has like a fire going on. And you're just shitting into the fire, and so they're like, "What is that smell?" <laughs> uh, 
I could see it's so like if it's a tall chimney, it would fall and it would hit with such velocity. That's that what it would Santa just... does to the bad households. He gets Rudolph the shit down the chimney, <laughs> like just a reindeer shitting oh, down. God, the I cannot chimney. wait for Christmas. Christmas is well, as much as I love Halloween in this season. I absolutely love the Christmas season. Oh my god! Even same. though I don't celebrate it for religious purposes myself. I still have joy in the holiday season. It's just it's a very happy time for for everyone really. It's like um it doesn't matter who you are. The holidays it's just like a time to reflect on the end of the year and and share joy with others and see your loved ones. It's a nice time. It's just very nice. You know, you got these cool decorations up and these lights that are pretty and I love Christmas music. Like I Absolutely, we need to go get some Christmas love. vinyl. Yeah, we do because we both have record players now. We need to get. You know, I saw I saw a nice Christmas vinyl the other day, and I was like, I'm gonna buy it. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'll wait until I'll wait until it's Christmas time, so I'm not wasting my money now. I was thinking of getting the because uh, they have the whole how the Grinch stole Christmas like TV thing. On oh, a, really? On a like the audio recording is on vinyl. That's awesome. I wouldn't mind listening to that. I um. The one essential album I have to get is the Vince Guaraldi Trio, the uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas album. I've listened to that like every year growing up. Um, the Christmas music from Charlie Brown, it's so good. We're gonna have to get like Christmas candles. Christmas and... candles. Got to get got to get a wreath. Uh, to, we can't put it on our front door, but we could put it on the back side of our front door so we can see it. That'd be nice. Got to get a Christmas tree this year. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't really want to get a real Christmas tree. That was a lot of that was a lot of shit to deal with last year. Yeah, we we'll just get a those, some sort of thing. Those needles, those dropped like crazy. And then and then like, uh, how long did we have that Christmas tree in our living room? A month, uh, like f- until like February or something. Well, maybe more, I guess. Yeah. And damn. they were like, all right, we should throw this away. And then when then we threw it out, I got sap all over my hands, and I was like, yeah, dang it. Try to wash the sap off. It's hard to wash. Washing it off. sap off is super hard. Come on, guys. Guys, give me your best remedy for washing sap off of your hands and your skin and clothes. Does not want to come out of clothes. I got on my shirt and I was like, man. I'm excited. Why are we talking about Christmas on the Halloween podcast? I don't know, but I'm excited for Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that comes out as of the time this podcast comes out. It comes out tomorrow, doesn't it? Yeah. Woo! The 27th. Damn. That's a, that's going to be a good game. You excited? I hope so, yeah. Did you pre-order it? I did not. Oh. You think I'll have a hard time finding it? Um, probably not as, I don't know if this is, I don't know if more people are going to buy this or Breath of the Wild. What do you think? Breath of the Wild Breath is of the pretty Wild, hard to it was, a, it was a new Zelda game. That was... But this is a new Mario game, like, especially a new big, like, kind of sunshiny. This is, a, this is like a new Mario game. type Mario. This one's brand new. I guess not Galaxy. Galaxy was level based and not world, like, open worldy. Woo. It's just so it's so weird seeing Mario mixed with uh, real life humans. Well, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna get to dress up Mario and jump around mm. and kill things and mm-hmm. hopefully throw fireballs. Throw throw little balls of fire. Ryan, what is your uh what's your best scary story you can tell on this podcast? My best scary Because it is episode sixty six. Best scary story? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You I ever don't been know. wrapped up in a cult? You ever been uh You've been kidnapped by a by a psychopath? No. I'm trying to, I don't have many scary instances. I'm trying to think of You a, have ghost stories. I do. I'm trying to think of something recent, like a like a recent scary story. You ever seen a ghost? No. So not real. You don't know that? Have you seen a ghost? Uh nope. I don't think so. 
Didn't you think you saw an apparition? I thought I thought I saw something once. It, something with Daniel. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. Like you and Daniel were in the uh, where? This you was, you were there too. I was there too, but I was faced away from the yeah. wall, and you said you guys saw this. It was like a, like a nine foot eyes. black shadow looking person in the dark with little red dot eyes, and it, it my heart was, whew, my heart was racing that night. That that was scary. It was like three a.m. in that like old studio warehouse. I did not like that. Some people really get upset when you say you don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts, but I also, I, I guess I, I keep my mind open with it. Like I don't, I don't believe in them necessarily, but I, I don't rule them out one hundred percent. I when, guess just because it's stuff that it's like it's unknown, so I don't, I don't know. When scientists begin to take ghosts seriously, I'll take them seriously. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You'd think like. If all these shows could get all these foot, all this footage of ghosts, and if you could find all this evidence of ghosts so easily, you'd think scientists would be like, "Oh, easy. Let's let's uh, let's set up some shit. Let's see what's going on. Oh, it's this type of energy. Let's uh, blah 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 blah." But they're not even trying to figure out anything. I wonder if you know scientists have done studies and stuff, but I don't think people, even if like a scientist did do a study and then he like found something, I don't think anyone would take it seriously though. It would just kind of end up in that conspiracy theory corner. You there's know? there's like a point in time where you can be, like you can understand why people would believe in ghosts because there wasn't the internet or like video cameras or cameras and it's like Spooky. these things that you know happen and you don't have explanations for but now you have so much technology and all and all these things and you have all these studies of psychology that kind of go into how you might see things and you know a lot of ghost sightings are actually also people who had sleep paralysis oh that, that i have had that and i did see something but yeah. i know it was my sleep paralysis yeah. but it felt so real it exactly. felt like fully real so i could totally see how back in the olden times when people uh didn't have science to explain a lot of shit and they didn't know what sleep paralysis was you well, you would 100% believe that that was like some oh. otherworldly being. Oh yeah. Cuz like you you wake up and you f- it feels 100% real and you see like a shadow person like sitting on your chest or like standing over you. Mm-hmm. That shit's terrifying. And like it's the, it's the same deal with uh UFOs and aliens like people who um and of course there's a higher probability of aliens existing in fact. I they, fully believe in aliens yeah. and UFOs and shit. Um but it's like people who have night terrors or um, those types of dreams in general, or what are those? I, I just said the dreams over. They sleep called? paralysis. Sleep paralysis. A lot of those are uh, people who say, "Oh, I was abducted by an alien." Like, no, you just had a goofy dream, and you couldn't move in your bed. You should be like a doctor, and someone comes in for like sleep paralysis or night terrors. But guy, oh, you just had a goofy dream. Get out of here. Go. I just see all these interviews of people that are so adamant that they they've seen a ghost and they or they got abducted by an alien in a flying saucer and it's like I can't tell if these people have told this story so many times that they start to believe it themselves or they're just they're just kind of cuckoo bananas. I don't know. I I'm I'm much more willing to believe in uh like aliens and alien abduction stuff. Like I, I don't I don't throw that stuff out. I I can I can believe that to a degree. I, I guess a, to a degree, but there's no, like, there has to be evidence. Like, I'm not just going to believe something because some farmer on a National Geographic documentary was like, yeah, there was this bright light and I woke up in bed and there was this little gray man and he took me to this ship and they probed me. They, they wanted to know what the president was doing. And I told them I didn't know what the president was doing. And they said, okay. And I remember there was this alien with red hair, and they made me fuck her. 
And it's like just all this weird shit. I've heard that exact one actually. Well, I mix mashed a bunch of different. The, the alien with like stories. red pubes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. And then the, uh, I mean, she fucked the the farmer dude. And like how like he has alien children out yeah. there. And they like abducted him later and showed him to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that stuff. That's that's a little that's a little kooky. Like but... I like those stories because they're fun stories. Oh, they're very like, fun. They're you, fascinating. Yeah, they're fun. But anything beyond that, when you start to take it with a credence of holy shit, like. If you take it seriously, then you'd have to be like, holy shit, <gasps> they're going to come down and they're going to use their big tractor beam to levitate me up and see, I used to be scared of make that. me have sex with some alien. When I was in middle school, I would stay up late after everyone went to bed and I'd watch all these like alien videos. I was scared too, but we I'd were scare young. myself shitless. We were yeah. young. That's true. Yeah. So... I'm not scared of aliens anymore. Uh, actually, that's not true. When I am camping and I'm out in the woods by myself, I can't help but feel some of that fear I felt when I was uh, younger. Uh, that like, oh shit, a light's gonna come out of nowhere and then I'm gonna get abducted. But I, I fear like some strange lunatic more than an alien or a ghost. Like if I'm out in the woods, I'm gonna be like, some stranger's gonna come out here and have some sick kicks and just gut all of me and my friends and it's gonna be this national news story. That'd be funny. No, it's not even a national news story. Why would that even make... Someone gutting people in the woods is not a national news story. No, that's just funny. What about, um, <laughs> what about squatches? You scared of squatches? No. You believe in squatches? I want to, but the probability of a squatch actually existing is just about as, uh, it's, I don't know. All right. It's like, it's like a, uh, a leprechaun. I believe in these things in this order going from, I believe in them the most to the least aliens, ghosts, Sasquatch, aliens, ghosts, Sasquatch. I think Sasquatch is at the bottom of the list for me. However, every time I go camping, I'm still scared of Sasquatches, even though I know it's like irrational. It's like they'll come to your campsite. Yeah, dude, like that shit's scary. Like what? In the off chance that they are real, it's like it's gonna come. Have you seen Harry and the Hendersons? They're nice. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Have you seen Little Little Bigfoot? Little Bigfoot? No, Bigfoot. Some some kid movie. Ooh, with a little Bigfoot. A little Bigfoot. I um. There, like, there are certain uh, UFO stories that that do baffle me. Like, um, there's a big, there's a famous one called uh, uh what was the guy's name? Uh, Travis, something. Where it was a bunch of guys like, um, law. They were like doing a logging job, and then there was like a huge red light, um, in the woods, and saw a thing, and and they said their friend got abducted. Uh, and then he was missing for like four days, and they all took those lie detector tests with the police station, and showed that they were all. Uh, telling the truth and say what you want about those lie detector tests. Uh, or they're all crazy and they actually believe what they're saying. Well, I, I don't know. How do you get five people to all believe like the exact same thing and the person's missing for five days? And what then he, like, mean, What do you mean? You, you get cults that are hundreds of people to kill well, yeah, themselves. Yeah, but, but I mean like this is a, like the, the guy went missing and this is like all in the same night and they all gave the same like testimony of what they saw and then he reappeared later and um... All that shit. There was a movie about it. Was he like, I was abducted. Yeah. I was abducted. Yeah. I was abducted. Help me. Help. Yeah, but there's a lot of stories that, like, famous UFO stories that I I wouldn't throw away. I guess I could believe them. I don't know. I like, I I think it's, I I also, I like believing in that stuff. I think it's kind of fun. I think that's where you derive believing out of it from. It's not, I feel like you don't legitimately believe No, I do. I really do. Some of them I really do. 
Why? It, it's also fun, but some of them I really do. But why? I don't know. Just from what I've read, it seems but, like there's good evidence for it. Yeah, but those articles are strictly written to show a bias. No, I'm talking. I'm not talking about articles. I'm talking about just like Wikipedia and stuff like that. <laughs> As you take a sip for, I'm talking. No, I'm not talking about actual articles. I'm talking about Wikipedia, Ryan. Get get your fucking alien knowledge on track, okay? Jesus. Hey, all I'm saying Takes is a I'm sip just from a Lacroix can. I'm not I'm not willing to just throw everything out immediately. I guess like I, I'm not I'm not willing to throw out just like uh like all alien stuff. I 100. Do you believe in aliens though? I believe that there is a possibility that they exist, but I also believe there is a possibility that we are a mere accident in the universe. I am 100. percent in the belief that there is can't other, say 100% that there's other life out there. I'm talking about the guys in UFOs. I say that because the universe is so big and there are so many planets and galaxies, I think that it is without a doubt there's some form of life out there, whether it's even just like microbes. I say it's like I don't think we're the only place in the universe where it got lucky enough to have life form no no of course not because there's been water on other planets we found yeah, that out from that's what Mars. i'm saying like i of think of course there's life there's... out there te- but like when we're talking about like little organisms yeah, but, in, but in terms of a civilization it's hard to say i'd say there probably is I, i'd say the i mean odds the are... plus the, the odds are great that there is but at the same time you also have to think you know there is that small chance that small probability that we are also alone in the universe yeah I think I personally think that possibility is so microscopic, though. I I, I feel comfortable saying 100% that there is life out there. I, I feel like the 100% part is a little disingenuous. Why? Because you can't be 100%. Like, like, like for instance, like, I don't believe in a god, but I can't say that a god isn't one. Like, I can't be like, God is 100% not real. Okay, then I'll say 99.999% yeah. that there's life out there. I like that. That's better. I'm glad, I'm glad I could satisfy I, I, you. I like that, except for when teacher... You're welcome. That's that's why you, you are here. <laughs> uh, get with it. I, I, I think the whole 199% thing is all fine up until a teacher's like, well... Technically, a student can never do perfect on a paper. Yeah, it's like... It's like, fuck off. Shut up. <laughs> You're not my math teacher. It's like, yes, a student, <laughs> a student can do pretty perfect on a, on a paper. I, I remember, like... Stupid. Like, they'd, they'd give out 90... They'd always... 99.9. Sorry. It's like... St- no, give me 100. <laughs> like, what is that point... F- like, why? What, what is that point zero one for? What did I do wrong? There's always the probability that you were wrong. But I got every answer right. Mm. No, I think most of those scores were on essays and shit. Yeah, it was always essays. It's like, ah, oh, it's stupid. Oh, my God. I remember one time on a Scantron, I filled all the answers one row off. I've done that before. But otherwise, I would have gotten, like, a great score, and the teacher wouldn't 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 let you redo it. Even though Scantrons are the, like, easiest form of grading, you literally put them into the machine. And I've heard teachers describe them because there's this test that everyone took, and everyone did bad on it in my class. And the teacher described it as gunshots going off because, you know, the Scantron puts that pink mark on the thing. So it was like... Oh my god! There was no worse feeling than getting like a scan. Okay, when a teacher was handing out tests in high school, like back, you could see the, all the pink on everyone else. Yeah, that. But when it was like a when it was like a bigger test, and then they would just come and put yours in your desk, but they put it up like face down. I was oh like, yeah. Oh shit! I know what that means. It's face down. You pick it up. It's like a fifty-two, and I'm like, fuck. What always got me like, uh, kind of not not feeling the education system is 
it's, it's still my fault because I did poorly, but it's like when I felt like I really studied and I really nailed this test and I felt so confident. And then it came back with like a C. I know. It's and like, I'm God. Like, I told my parents I was super like feeling good proud about, about this. That was the worst when you thought you did really well and you get it back and you did horribly. That always happened to me in, in, in like social studies and stuff. But there are those rare instances where you have not studied at all and you're just like, what the fuck? And you guess on most of these answers, but you end up getting like a B. Yeah, that happened to me once. I, I still remember it specifically. Um, we got in class and, and they're like, all right, it's time for the test on the reading, which I didn't even know there was a reading. And it was a multiple choice test. And uh I just I didn't even I didn't even know the title of the thing that we had we were supposed to have read and I was like fuck 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 so I guessed on the whole thing and I got a ninety two ninety two that's the only time that's ever happened in my life really I I was I was like so full of excitement when I got that back it was like what the fuck that's awesome it was like a short test it was like no more than twenty questions but the fact that I somehow got a ninety two on on bullshitting it. I, I don't know how that happened. It never happened again. Every time that happened in the future, I got like a 30. My favorite thing to do, because it just felt good, was uh, like when you had a project, like a take, like, you know, you go home, work on a project for a week, except there would be these, think of it as a video game. You get these side missions that you get bonuses on. So you could get over 100 Ooh. or like, you know, those those 10 extra points that you earned, you got a 70 but it bumped you up to an 80, so yep. you feel a little yep. better. I remember Or you that. got like a uh, 75, which is a D. A D in South Carolina, And yeah. then it bumps it up to an 85, which is a B. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. The, the, oh my, growing up, I know it varies state to state, but the grading system was so stupid. It was 93 to 100 is an, an a, a, 92 to 85 is a B, B. 84 to 76. It's 70 77 was a D I remember. Okay. So 78 was a C. Yeah. And then any 69 and below was an F and it's like yeah. that's kind of dumb because if you think about it it's like 69 it's not a good test score but still if you know 69% out of 100 that's still a lot. That's that's almost 7 tenths still a majority out of, of the knowledge but yeah. that's a that's an F. But also in college, did it change to it ninety to one hundred, yeah. eighty to or uh, eight? Would, would it be eighty? It went by to, tens, so it was like ninety uh, and above was an A. Above in eighty to ninety was a B. eighty to eighty nine was yeah. a B. Uh, seventy to seventy nine was a C, like that. Which yeah. I like that way more, even though that's that's a nine point change in grade. Yeah, but it's still lowered. Yeah. So, oh, I also liked it when uh, there was a smart student in the class and they did poorly. Then you found out that everyone did poorly. So the teacher had to give everyone a curve. Like, like a curve. Like, I love that. I was like, yes. Oh, my God. Curves yeah. were great. Ugh. The worst thing was when the entire class, I remember this happening several times. The entire class was just everyone, everyone failed it. Like 90 something percent of the class, like D's and, yeah. and low C's. But then there's one student that got an A. So the teacher was like, uh, no, for, I, I'm not giving a curve because if this student uh, did, they were like, because one or two students did so well, um, it shows that clearly the subject was taught and um, people didn't study enough. It's like maybe that person uh, just went above and beyond to teach themselves because they were terrified they were going to fail because you didn't do a good job teaching it. There are a lot of shitty teachers in schools. Yeah, but... There are also a lot of really dedicated and good teachers oh, that, absolutely. Stay, that stay like after hours. Like there were some teachers that went to my school that I knew 
because I worked with broadcast journalism. So like I wasn't cool with most of the teachers, but the teachers, there were some teachers that I was more cool with, like the media arts teachers and stuff like that. The thing you have to give teachers credit for is that um, teachers are paid like salaried. So I guess they're only paid to for the school day. But most teachers have to stay hours after the school day and get there early and do all, well get there early before the school day starts. Do all that work after school, do conferences outside of school and grade all that shit outside of school. That's all work that they're not getting paid okay. for, you know? I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not trying to call out any teachers, but I I saw teachers giving uh, students shit for doing their homework like right before class and like that was like that was a bad thing. Like there's a due date. Just get it in by the by like when it's due. You can do it before class. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you might get a worse grade on the homework, but whatever. But then like I'd see some teachers in the morning, like that same teacher would be grading tests they were handing out or something later that day. Yeah. And it's like you wait to the last minute too, and I understand that you may have more work than the students, but you also have to realize that like a deadline's a deadline. Don't don't come up with your own biases because it feels like the teachers start putting in their own personal bias. It's like they're personally annoyed that you waited until now to do the homework. They don't yeah. actually care. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, I sometimes I did my homework. I did mine on the bus sometimes. I did mine in class. Like the class it was due. It's like all right, I'd, I'd rush it up through, in like five yeah. minutes, and I'd I'd copy someone else's. <laughs> um, but like. I, I I remember in college turning in assignments online at like eleven fifty eight p.m. That was due at midnight. Yeah, because I'd be like, "Fuck, I forgot." So uh, I I remember that was that's a, I think everyone does that in college unless I'm, you're like a straight A student. College was an interesting experience. I will say that it was. Uh, and I I'm sad because I didn't get to experience the full like like force of it. I guess same. I, mean, I only, I only got stayed one year until of it. sophomore year. Yeah, I, I left it the after I finished freshman year. R.I.P. Yeah, I miss it, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm I like what I, I like what I'm doing out here. I like I like doing super mega. So oh yeah, it, it all works out. It's good stuff. All of her friends are moving on, Matt. They're getting jobs. We're we're moving on too. I was just thinking last night, and it was just this weird feeling. I was like, there's so many, like, if I tried to get into, let's say, a relationship with a girl, you know? Yeah. If you're in this situation and you're trying to like get a girlfriend or something. And then that girl after like the first date can like there, she's going to ask like, what do you do? You're like YouTube. Oh, that's cool. What do you do? You know, that type of thing. You're going to eventually get it out of you. What you do and what, what your channel name is probably. Yeah. They're going to go look up your shit and think of all the stuff we've said. And it's like, it's like, that's not a good first impression that, that robs us, that robs us of us swindling them later on in the relationship with this bullshit. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, no one forced us to put all this shit out there. So no, 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 but no, but I'm saying this is a fault like that I'm noticing with like, holy shit, I, I say all these things. I and, know. And then I'm like, wow, when I when I meet someone like even even like a distant family member and they go check out my channel, I'm like. Uh-oh, don't do that. <laughs> I know. I remember, like, a, one of my family members that I, I talked to, like, once every two years was like, what's your YouTube channel? And I was like, oh, good Lord. Good Lord, <laughs> no. Because they were with my grandma, and I was like, please don't show this to my grandma. Oh, no. I mostly just say I work online, and I, I if if I ever have to say it, I just say I work for Game Grumps. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm embarrassed of Super Mega. It's just, like, I don't want... First impressions to, to be this channel where we're making, like, dick jokes and saying yeah. all, this, all this stuff. Someone that I'm getting to know has this catalog of days of just instances of me talking and getting like they could get to know me essentially some in through some aspects of podcasts and stuff. 
I can't get to know them just as fast. I have to take my time and ask them questions and get to know them. They can go straight to YouTube and hear a bunch of conversations that I've had. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I just figured like it's going to be harder in the future when it comes to like meeting people. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I've thought about that before, too. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I still like doing super mega. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, mean, uh, I, lo- I love doing this shit. Even if it hinders my ability to form relationships with human beings <laughs> on a personal level. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I love doing this shit, and I'm like, I'm super grateful to everyone who actually supports us because absolutely, oh my god! Like, while we don't have this foaming at the teeth fan base, like like a Paul bro, we still have a really <laughs> dedicated fan base that is uh, is really cool, really supportive, and just filled with some really cool people. Everyone's welcome, and I'm glad that I see a bunch of different types of people. Yeah, absolutely, like, enjoying the channel. But yeah, like seriously. I, like we just want to say thank you to all of you who watch us, who um, support us, who share us around, who buy the merch. Just thank you guys so much. It uh, it really does mean a lot that there's people out there that actually like what we do, um, and you guys are what keep us keep us going to keep doing this. So thank you so much. And you know, it's uh, with, with that, I think it's 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 a good point to to end this episode sixty six spooky spooky podcast. What do you say, Ryan? You want to go trick or treating? Oh fuck! God damn it! You yeah, really scared it me with that one. Got it. Probably Woo! you probably scared everyone else too. Look at that audio. Look at you, you peek at the microphone right there. <laughs> Bye guys! Happy Halloween! Woo!